0: Tuesday morning at Wax is pretty nice out there, 55 right now. They got a lot of folks in the 40s around the area. Not going to get real warm today. It'll be you know, 72 and partly sunny. Full sun tomorrow up to 79, and it cools off as we get to Memorial Day weekend, or Memorial Day, Labor Day weekend. And it'll be about 65 is all on Monday, Labor Day. Well, we got chores to look at this morning, the Crop Progress Report, and uh, some of our FFA members looking forward to the virtual National FFA Convention. As we look at the chores this morning here on Wax, I'm Bob. And I'm Scott, and boy, we have to start getting
1: used to the cooler weather, don't we? You woke up this morning and... You wondered whether there
0: was frost on the ground, but oh,
2: it's only 50, on. 50
1: degrees. Come on, come on. Put <laughs> the, the old sweatshirt on when
0: oh, you go out to milk this morning. Although all the, uh, <laughs> all the, not all, but a lot of the conversation now when you turn that calendar page from August, it's uh, kind of oh, how hot and humid it's going to be today. Get into some temp- September and they start, well, when's the first frost going to hit? <laughs> yep. So We're uh, into... As Kelly Sleka says meteorologic-
1: meteorological autumn right uh, now meteorological fall well, September starts it it's we have a few days to regular fall, but uh hey, big full moon uh tomorrow night, but that's uh the big old corn moon showing up almost there today it's uh Giant waxing gibbous moon as we speak here. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah, I looked at it well this morning when I came in, and I see that uh, it's not quite full, but it's not far away. So lots yep. of lots of chores to do this morning. So you better get yourself stabilized there with your pro with your uh, with your coffee. What do you got today? Sumatra or uh,
1: I'm using the blend? Sumatra from from down there at Revolution Coffee and Black River Falls on the main drag and. I don't know whether it'll stabilize me, but that that takes a while, but we, we'll get some people stabilized. If you get down there, get a cup of coffee from them, some other great drinks. One of my favorites, of course, is the Bob, the Einstein, and uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> good food, too. I'll tell you, a good, good,
0: good hot cup of coffee down in Black River feel pretty good this morning. It's only 44 degrees in Black River.
1: That's right. You know, uh, most nights... Uh, in the summer, you sit there and you have a glass of ice water, a nice glass of cold milk before bed. Last night, I actually did something I don't do too often, made a cup of tea and sat just to keep warmed up a little bit. I had to pull my lucky sweatshirt on again this morning. That's, that's... uh <laughs>
0: I'll bet that's lucky, all right. Uh, all right. Well, lucky you, you, you enjoy steams you me. Yeah, you enjoy your... Well, that's something between you and your wife. Now, you uh, <laughs> make sure you enjoy your Revolution Coffee, and we'll talk to you after the top of the hour. We shall. All right, again, yeah, it's only 44 in Black River Falls. Medford's at 45, Rice Lake's 47, Green Bay's 48. So it's cool this morning. We're 55 around the uh, Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. Looking for sunshine today, at least partly sunny. High is 72. Tomorrow looks like full sun and 79. But again, as we said by Labor Day, 65 the high. That's Eric Church. I love your love the most. So if you're having an anniversary on this September 1st, we'll send that out to you this morning. Love your love the most. And if you are having an anniversary for whatever reason, happy anniversary from... Us and Wax, and Eric Church as well. All right, 55 degrees, 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Claire. Here's some news of the morning.
2: NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden is ripping President Trump's stance on violence. This is a sitting president of the United
3: States of America. He's supposed to be protecting his country, but instead he's rooting for chaos and violence.
2: The former VP traveled to Pittsburgh and said a president's job is to lead, not to incite. He accused Trump of fanning flames of violence in American cities. Biden asked whether anyone believes there will be less violence in America if Trump is reelected. He also condemned senseless violence involving rioting and looting. He called it lawlessness, plain and simple. The White House may be making moves to embrace herd immunity to combat the COVID-19 pandemic. Herd immunity entails allowing the virus to spread through most of the population to quickly build resistance to it. The idea has been floated by Scott Atlas, a neuroradiologist from Stanford's Hoover Institution. He's pushing the U.S. to adopt Sweden's response to the outbreak, which has been widely criticized by health officials around the world. The House Oversight Committee is looking to subpoena Postmaster General Louis DeJoy for documents involving delays of the mail. DeJoy recently spent two days testifying before House and Senate hearings and vowed to fix mail delays. He rejected allegations from Democrats that he's trying to slow down the mail to help President Trump's re-election. Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser worried about the nation descending into a race war. She voiced her concern at a press conference Monday where she said recent rioting in the nation's capital could be organized and funded and may amount to domestic terrorism. She said she's worried about leadership inciting violence instead of working to bring communities together. And the payroll tax holiday begins today, but workers will have to start paying for it on January the 1st. An executive order President Trump issued last month defers the 6.2% tax that funds Social Security through the end of December. On Friday, the IRS notified employers the amount of taxes deferred between now and the end of the year will have to be collected between January 1st and April 30th. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio.
0: They're going to get you. They're going to get you. I don't care what they call it, a tax holiday, as he said. they got to collect it sometime, so they're going to get it. Also, President Trump, I heard, is... Going to be down in Kenosha today. So if you're heading down that way, if you go south of Milwaukee today, you better plan to sit in traffic because obviously Air Force One's going to have to land at Mitchell Field and then go from there to, to Milwaukee, I would assume. I don't know where else Air Force One could land that would be uh, anywhere close to there outside of Chicago. And I don't think he's coming into O'Hare. But again, when the president shows up, and I don't care what president it is, They stop traffic, they block off roads, and you're not going to move until he gets out of there. So again, if you're down that way today, maybe you want to change your plans. All right, we've got markets four minutes after five. Markets and weather coming up on WAC.
4: Hey, this is Lisa Stofan. Heard the Mark Patrick weight loss hypnosis hype? Well, I attended because my father stopped smoking with hypnosis. Hypnosis eliminated my desire for soda and fast food, made me want to exercise, and I lost 60 pounds in six months. My energy level exploded. I went to another session to deal with some other problem foods, and I lost another 10 pounds. In fact, I brought my husband. He lost weight. More important... Cholesterol and blood pressure improved. My friend went and she lost 20 pounds in the first two months. So, does Mark Patrick hypnosis work? Oh, yeah, it works. Nothing has changed my life more. Well, except maybe my husband. He's so proud of me. Makes me cry.
5: Another touching story and another success story from the Mark Patrick Seminars. Because of coronavirus, the next seminar is now online with America's hypnotist, Mark Patrick, in the comfort and safety of your living room. Live online seminars for the greater Eau Claire area will be held live Wednesday, September 16th and Saturday, September 19th. Register now for 49.99 guaranteed at markpatrickseminars.com. Smith Funeral Chapel.
6: Three generations of continuous care.
7: Join Compassion and give hope to a family in extreme poverty during COVID-19. Give a $40 one-time gift. Text the word HOPE to 83393. That's HOPE to 83393.
5: For those who work in Acres... Not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Well, as we turn the calendar page, and if you haven't done that, do that when you get up this morning because it's now September. So welcome to September. Today, 72, partly sunny. Full sun tomorrow in 79. Then uh, more partly sunny days Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. No rain in the forecast till next Tuesday. But temperatures cooling off. 70 on Thursday, 75 on Friday. 77 on Saturday, 75 on Sunday, and 65 on Labor Day. So uh, definitely cool enough. No 80s in this forecast. Around the uh, state of Wisconsin right now, as we mentioned earlier, Black River Falls checking in at 44, Rice Lake 47, Medford 45, Green Bay 48, Wausau 53, Marshfield at 50, La Crosse 54, Madison Sun Prairie at a cool 50 degrees. This morning, they're always cool down there. Aren't they? And the warm spot is 63. That's down in Milwaukee here in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls area. 55 right now on our way to some sunshine. And 72, we're also on our way to the markets. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual
8: Insurance.
9: Rural Mutual Insurance. All right, it's time for some straight talk. The big wireless carriers try to wow you with big deals, but the savings are very little. With Straight Talk Wireless, you get the exact same networks as the big guys for up to 50% less. Right now, you can get the unlimited plan with up to 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G for just $45 a month. No contract, no mystery fees, all with nationwide coverage on America's largest and most dependable networks. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no
5: compromise. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: And Let's get on with it, shall we? Oh, it's eight minutes after five o'clock now as uh, Scott rejoins us. Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us the markets. And Scott and the livestock end. The cash numbers, where are they at?
1: Choice and prime fed beef steers are at 101 to 110 with mixed 93 to a dollar. Choice and prime fed Ho- beef steer or Fe- choice and prime fed beef heifers at one dollar to one eleven and a quarter with mixed 75 to 99 and a half. Choice and prime fed Holstein steers 86 to 95 and three quarters with select. 70 to 85 cows are at 45 to 54 with the top selling 54 to 70 bulls are at 69 to 95 on the hog side butcher hogs are 32 and down sows 13 to 16 and boars five and down new crop market lambs are at 117 to 136 with old crop market lambs 110 to 117
0: feeder lambs are at 135 to 198 all right sir thank you for your help we'll talk to you here in a few minutes Yes, we will. And taking a look at the rest of our markets at the Mercantile Exchange, livestock futures cattle were higher, hogs were lower yesterday. The October cattle price, one hundred five thirty, that was up forty. December live cattle, one hundred eight ninety-seven up forty-seven. February at one twelve thirty-two up forty-seven and a half. Feeder cattle for September at one forty thirty, that was up twenty-seven. October at one forty sixty-two up forty-five. November one forty one thirty-seven up seventy-seven. January at 139.17, that was up 52. Lean hog carcass contracts were lower in the trade yesterday. October closed at 53.60, down a nickel. December at 55.12, down 7. February, 61.57, down 40. And April at 66.17, down 45. On the board of trade, quiet with that crop progress report is, uh, again, uh, the crop's Well, they're not struggling, but the condition with that Duracho and, of course, the storms hitting the southern country, southern parts of the country last week, puts pressure on. They were higher yesterday, but a little lower for the most part overnight. December corn down four this morning at 353. December oats at two seventy five. December wheat down a penny at five fifty. November soybeans were actually up a cent at nine fifty four. October meal down a dollar thirty a ton at three oh five sixty. Barrel cheese up three quarters, one forty three and three quarters. The blocks down three at one seventy nine and three quarters. Double A butter up four up uh, four cents at one hundred forty-eight and three quarters. The August class three comes off the board and up a penny. Trading 1977 yesterday, September down 1 at 1568, October was up 22 at 1786, November and December were both up 2 cents, November 1736, December at 1679 as prices were mixed as we look into 2020. So that's where we are looking at the markets this morning, brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. We're 11 minutes after 5, 55 degrees around here, but again, some folks around the area in the 40s. We'll get into the low 70s today. Should have some sunshine. Good day to go to the sale barn.
9: Premier Livestock and Auctions at
0: Withy will have
9: a beef animal sale on September 1st at 11 a.m. and another dairy cattle sale on September 2nd at 11 a.m. That beef sale includes 15 Angus, Hereford, and Charlotte cow calf pairs, 11 very good quality red Angus cows, 21 red and black Angus steers and heifers, 700 to 800 pounds, 10 Angus steers, 500 to 600 pounds, 10 Holstein steers, 500 to 600 pounds and eight Holstein steers, 450 to 550 pounds. That September 2nd dairy sale includes the complete herd dispersal from more farms at Stanley. Also, 14 dairy cows from Utterful Dairy, registered Holstein cows from So Fine Bovines at Westfield, and Holstein Springing Heifers from Headland Farms. Premier Livestock is excited to work with Cattle USA for online bidding through cattleusa.com. Call 715. 714- Five two two nine twenty five hundred, or visit PremierLivestockAndAuctions dot Wax one
5: zero four point five and the Midwest Farm Report,
0: and we'll get you updated on the uh, progress of the crops around the country and around Wisconsin, and update you on some FFA students that are excited about the upcoming National FFA Convention, even though it's a virtual convention, but they're in line for some nice awards for their projects. So still. Lots to do this morning here on Wax. Here's Diamond Rio. 20 in a row, Wax 104.5, as we have uh, some unbelievable crops compared to last year to look at. And uh, Scott rejoins us, and one of the ratings this week's got down a little bit, but boy, oh boy, still a lot better than a year ago.
1: It's a a good year when you could say they're down, but it's better than the the year ago. The condition of that corn crop across the country fell by another 2% last week because of storms across the south, and more fallout from that derecho event that hit Iowa and other parts of the Midwest a couple weeks ago. This week's crop progress report shows corn is rated 62% good to excellent, but that's still the fifth best corn rating for this time of the year during the past decade. After more field inspections last week, crop scouts have lowered Iowa's good to excellent corn rating to just 45%, but the crop is moving quickly toward maturity as 94% of the corn is in the dough stage, 63% of the ears have dented, and 12% of the crop is mature or safe from frost, all ahead of last year in the five-year average. The condition of the soybean crop across the country fell 2% last week to 66%, good to excellent, the third highest rating for beans this late in the season for the past 10 years. Crop Scouts said 95% of the beans are setting pods and 8% of the plants are dropping leaves. In Wisconsin, the corn crop is rated 80% good to excellent, down 1% from last week. But the harvest has begun as 8% of the corn silage has been chopped 22 days ahead of last year and 15 days ahead of our five-year average. The report also shows 88% of our corn is in the dough stage and 45% of the crop has dented. Soybeans are rated 82% good to excellent this week as 96% of the plant have set pods a full month ahead of last year and 20% of the plants are turning color almost two weeks ahead of a year ago. State farmers have also harvested 94% of their oats, 28% of the fall potato crop and planted 12% of their winter wheat. Haymaking is also way ahead of normal as 92% of third crop and 22% of fourth crop have been
0: made. And I also wanted to check the uh, topsoil moisture, and uh, this week it is rated at, uh, let's see, 71% adequate to surplus. That's up from 57% the week before, so the rains we got uh, have made a difference, that's for sure. As far as uh, very short, uh, the very short moisture is in southwest Wisconsin, 25% is uh, called very short so there are some areas that uh, obviously didn't get enough rain but that's surprising because that's where that uh, big storm went through southwest Wisconsin here towards the end of absolutely. last week but absolutely
1: uh, the northern end of that derecho
0: yep so uh, again in pasture condition rated 62% good to excellent the statewide and that's about a percentage above last week so we got some grass out there chopping and starting. I guess that uh, behooves us, Scott, to talk about farm safety as we're getting, again, lots of equipment. They're finishing up, uh, although we're getting into that no-cut window for alfalfa. But still, the choppers and the chopper boxes are getting out there on the road. So, again, if you're out driving around, taking a drive in the country, take your time. Let those folks with their tractors and choppers and trucks get off the highways because, again... We don't want farm accidents. And
1: if you're not farming, just sit back and enjoy the smells and sounds because, boy, there's nothing like uh, the sound of some corn silage rattling through some blower pipes in my book, and the smell, ooh, I love that.
0: Yeah, and also, farmers, be careful uh, if you're filling uprights, obviously, or filling bunkers and those packing tractors, lots of opportunities. Although we're not in such a rush this year like we were last year, what did you say? Some of the uh, corn, the chopping is, uh, is going on. 22 days ahead of last year, 15 days ahead of our five-year average. Yep. So that's given us a window of opportunity, obviously. So we're not in such a hurry. But again, farm safety, be careful out there. All right, sir, we'll, uh, we'll let you go and we'll catch up with you in a little while and get some of our local news. We will. All right, thanks, guy. We've got uh, more farm news to take a look at. Some of our FFA students around the area getting ready for that virtual and national FFA convention. And that'll be at the end of October. But they've selected the national proficiency finalists. There's only four in each area. And uh, we have a pretty good amount from our area that will be in there. This is just our area, not Wisconsin. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six from our area are going to be national finalists. And we'll share who they are, and uh, what their areas of proficiency are as we go along this morning. But uh, we're going to talk bear hunting. Yeah, the bears are out before they hibernate. A lot of folks getting anxious to get out there and get their bear. We'll talk all about that coming up next. But we've got 55 right now looking for a high today, about 72 and partly sunny. Some folks got to warm up a little bit. They're only in the 40s this morning. It's a, a cool September 1st. In the
5: Army National Guard,
0: soldiers serve part-time
5: and close to home.
8: My community means everything to me. It helped shape me into who I am today and is where I choose to raise my own family. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from. And as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The education benefits I got from serving helped me get my degree and jumpstart my career. The training and leadership skills I've gained from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people, help my neighbors, and look out for my community. I know that when my neighbors need us the most, my fellow soldiers and I will be ready. My family loves it here, and my part-time service means we get to stay here. Serve part-time in the community you live in as a proud member of the Army National Guard.
5: Talk to your local recruiter or visit nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin
3: Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station.
10: There are very few animals that I say I never want to encounter in the wild, but one of them would definitely be a bear. From the western end of the world's longest barn in lacrosse, I'm Caitlin Riley. Unfortunately, it hasn't happened yet, but whenever we do see a bear sighting, it always seems to make the front page of the local newspaper. Some out-of-staters might think we're a little nuts, but bear hunting, it happens in Wisconsin, and Pam, you were able to get quite a few details maybe more that we need to know about bears honestly caitlin i am with you
11: fabulous farm babe pam yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in madison now listen i have the same paranoia about taking a walk in the woods and coming across uh, a bear uh, when i helped my husband crop scout on fields uh, in northwest wisconsin uh, i walked up on a bear track and that's as close as i wanted to get you know what though seriously you have to recognize wisconsin out does Alaska when it comes to the number of black bear that we harvest every year those are one of the fun facts that I picked up from Randy Johnson he is the brand new carnivore large carnivore specialist for the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources he has just gotten into the state he is in charge of basically watching and monitoring the Wisconsin wolf population the cougar population and yes the bear population. And coming up uh, in just uh, about 10 days, the Wisconsin black bear season will open. So I started off first by talking to Randy about his background, how he became interested in these large carnivores, and then the amazing statistics about how dominant Wisconsin is in the quality and quantity of black bear we have.
12: Yeah, thanks for having me. Um glad to be here in Wisconsin. I I've been in state now for a little over a month. Um, the last three, <clears throat> three plus years, um, I was working as a wildlife biologist in South Dakota. Um, and before that, I was getting my master's degree in North Dakota, working with mountain lions. So I spent uh, the last several years in the Dakotas, and, and now we came east. So excited oh, wow. to be here.
11: Boy, I bet it was fun and interesting to try to make a move with COVID-19 just from a pure practicality point.
12: Yeah, logistics were a little bit challenging, <laughs> to say the least, but <laughs> but we made it. We're here, so looking Thanks. forward to, to going forward.
11: Beautiful. Well, you're in a great part of the country to enjoy Wisconsin, that's for sure. Now, let's get right down to brass tacks. What does the large carnivore specialist do for the DNR, Randy?
12: <laughs> sure. I uh, So, large carnivore specialist, I cover wolves, black bears, and cougars oh, in my. the states. Oh my! Yeah, so the big three, funny to keep busy. <laughs> That's
11: right, the big three, literally. Now, today I want to focus in primarily on black bear because I did not realize that the black bear hunting season in Wisconsin is just around the corner.
12: That's right. Yep, it's coming up. Um, opening day this year is September the 9th, so we are just, uh, we're less than a month away. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure there's lots of people out there getting getting ready and putting together their final preparations.
11: Now, how big a deal are black bears in Wisconsin? I mean, give us a little perspective, Randy. Uh, I think a lot of our listeners probably say, ah, that must not be much of a season. Give me a little sense of how Wisconsin stacks up when it comes to black bears.
12: Yeah, I think, uh, well, honestly, I think we, we take it for granted a little bit in this state at just how good our black bear population is and how good the hunting is. Um <laughs> we were in fact a, a, a renowned national leader when it comes to black bear hunting um, both in the number that we harvest as well as the size of the bear the quality of the hunt the access to to public land and to good bear hunting so we're we're really a national leader um, and of course it's important to um, just the, the the quality of life thing that that comes with having black bears in the, the sign of wilderness that they that they encompass so really cool to have such a, a, a healthy resource uh, and, and also be able to, to appreciate everything that they represent.
11: Am I correct that Wisconsin is so healthy when it comes to black bear and the harvest that we actually beat out states like Alaska?
12: Yeah, you're right. I, I had to look this up a little bit just to to, to double check this, but uh, we beat Alaska, we beat Minnesota, we beat just about every state that I could find as far as the number of bears that we harvest on average. Um, the one exception was Pennsylvania, if you can believe that. They they harvested a few more bears last year, but they actually indicated that was a record for them as well. So <laughs> overall, we're, we're neck and neck, and, and like I said, we're... Uh, as far as the number of bears, we're a national leader, which well, I think is something really to be appreciated.
11: Yeah, how many? So, okay, dumb question. How many bear will we harvest on average in Wisconsin, Randy?
12: Uh, it ranges usually between about three thousand uh, up to as high as I think five thousand. About uh, ten years ago was the record, and in those years, the, the the management goal was to try to reduce the population a little bit, but but harvesting three thirty five hundred. Uh, you know that's that's a good number to keep things stable and that's right where we're at these days
11: Wow I don't know if people could hear my jaw drop. I had no <laughs> idea so thirty
12: yeah yeah, and that's 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 out of a population right now we're estimating about twenty four to twenty eight thousand bears in the state, Wow, which is yeah, it's a lot of
11: bears. Yes. Okay, so so take me back a little bit. I got to know more about these bears. So 2020, uh, bears don't know there's COVID. Uh, how many cubs did the average sow have, Randy? And I mean, what what about that quality of life? Our crops look fantastic. Is that a direct indicator of how good our bear may be looking?
12: Yeah, I think there's some relation there. Um, you know, to your first question, on average, those sows will have anywhere from one cub all the way up to, to four or five, but twos and threes are real common. Um, I've already talked to a couple of folks that said they saw some sows with four cubs this year. Um, so I think, again, you know, similar to most years, the reproduction looks really good. Um, you know, it, when it comes to some of the croplands, bears definitely find the crops, and they can certainly cause issues there, and, and those need to be addressed accordingly, but um for the most part you know i I think things look look really good there
11: interesting so let's talk a little bit then about uh uh, like we said the the harvest and getting ready for it so i did not know that there's really two different ways that uh our bear bear hunters can be successful can you explain that how we approach the season randy Uh, both baits and dogs are mechanisms that are routinely used
12: yep that's right yep um Hunting over baits as well as pursuing with hounds, those are the two primary ways that we hunt bears in this state. Um, other states, particularly out west, you know, you can you can see bears from a distance and potentially stock up on them. Um, but here in the forest especially, it's just not a realistic way of hunting. Um, so, so the baiting and hound hunting have been around for, for many, many years. Um, most of our bears are shot over bait. Um, but but we have a very strong hound hunting culture in the state, which is really cool, um, and, it, and it continues to be really strong. So they both have really unique circumstances around them as far as the experience and what goes into them. But but they're both well well practiced and, and
0: effective. And again, uh, the bear hunt getting underway here as we uh, get started. Randy Johnson with the bear hunt. I remember when uh, for a long time, little high school. Not classmate, but a high school uh, guy went to high school the year ahead of me. Mike Gappa. Remember when Mike was up here with the DNR and he was in charge of the of the bear hunt and was uh, one of the nation's leading advocates and leading experts on bear, not only in Wisconsin but all over the country. So again, lots of bear in Wisconsin, and uh, you know if you got them in your field because they'll just swipe the <laughs> corn down and. You know you got a bear out there because they just go out there and just wrap their arms around a whole swath of corn and take her down. You seen bear, they ever have bear over there in your farm in Loyal?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, we have plenty of them around here, plenty of bait stations set up. I'm happy for that because they, um, uh, laying off of my bird feeders and the neighborhood bird feeders that way yeah
0: they can take care uh, of a bird feeder in a hurry that is for sure
1: yep and i have to throw in there you went to high school with mike gappa
0: yeah he was a year ahead of me in high school madison east that explains a lot yeah it sure does (laughs) mike's a good guy i'll tell you that's where he started his bear study no no. doubt. oh yeah that's for sure but he was out in the out there in the far east side of Madison. Good guy. I haven't talked Absolutely. to him Absolutely. One while. of the
1: great ones. He yep. took me out uh, many years ago on a, a bear trapping expedition to uh, do a, a part of his bear study. And, uh, boy, it was most interesting.
0: Yeah, quite a, uh, trapping quite a guy. Trapping that live bear. He knows bears, that's for sure. Well, we got some yep. local news to get to before we get to our weather. What's going on? Well, let's have a look here
1: and... I'll tell you, Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers says he's disappointed by the lack of action in his latest special session. Lawmakers in Madison yesterday quickly dismissed the governor's special session on his police reform package. Republicans said they know the laws the governor wants passed, but they don't want to support them. Assembly leader's uh, speaker, Robin Voss, is promising to work on the issues the governor wants addressed, but said that they'll they'll take months. Evers said it's a down to not see a voter debate yesterday. President Trump is set to visit the city uh, this afternoon or today. It comes after a week's violence in Kenosha that left dozens of buildings burned and three people were shot with two killed. Governor Evers has made it clear he doesn't want the president to come to town. Many local leaders also said they don't want the president to visit. The governor says the president's visit could interrupt uh, the Kenosha's healing. A Polk County man is facing charges for killing his brother last week. A criminal complaint filed in Polk County court says the 44 year old man is charged with one count of second degree reckless homicide after he headbutted his brother and beat him. He's being held on a $50,000 bond. The call is going out for volunteers on ele- Election Day this fall. The Wisconsin Election Commission yesterday said it will likely need thousands of people to work the polls in November. The Election Commission is expecting shortages because the older people who usually work the polls are most at risk for the coronavirus. The state has relied in some areas on the National Guard to work at the polls since the outbreak began. And yesterday, well, the Miami Heat took care of the Bucks in game one of the Eastern Conference Semifinals, 115 to 104. Game two of that series is at 5:30 p.m. tomorrow. The Brewers beat the Pirates six to five, and the Twins lost to the White Sox eight to five. Seems the Bucks can't get off the mark on Game one in each of these series so far. Maybe they'll wake up tomorrow.
0: Yeah, they had a rough time all season long. Short season it was, but I think they lost it, two out of three to Miami during the regular yes, season. Yes, they did. So yes, they did. And Bledsoe, I think Bledsoe got hurt, or something happened to Bledsoe, Eric Bledsoe. So I don't know, but yeah, uh, I don't know. It just—it's hard to watch that and think it's for the championship with no no crowds there. It just uh, yep. It just isn't the same. That's for sure. It doesn't have the same hoopla as we normally do for, the, <laughs> for that sort of stuff. But uh, absolutely. But anyway, it is what it is. So uh, we'll have to hope the Bucks can do better tomorrow night.
1: Yep, and one quick note also, Bob, students all over the area, I know in Eau Claire and Osseo Fairchild, Whitehall, they're, they're getting back to school today, so be extra careful out there on the road, folks. Yeah, Respect those school bus lights above all, but just play and watch for kids out on the road.
0: That is for sure. All right, sir, we'll talk to you later. Yes, we will. That's our local news update with Scott this morning. How about the weather? We turned the calendar page to September. Kelly Slifka over there at uh, Skywarn 13 to tell us all about it. And I don't see 80s or 90s in this forecast, Kelly.
8: Uh, we might get up close to 80 tomorrow and also Oh, Saturday. really? So, okay, good. Yeah, close. But, right. uh,
0: but uh, as I said uh, earlier seems like as we end August when we talk about, oh, it's so hot and humid now we get into September, and <laughs> the big question is, when's that first frost
8: going to hit? Yeah, you know, it seems like we turn that page and it just uh, drops, you know, and, and the sunlight is uh, getting lower and lower on the uh, horizon, so we don't get a benefit of that to warm us up. Uh, so we are looking at very uh, fallish type weather, it looks like, for the next few days. maybe a little bit warmer tomorrow, but in general, cooler than average, and today is definitely no exception. It's starting off a little cool. We've had some 40s in some of the valley locations this morning. We're still holding in the 50s in Eau Claire. Some clouds have been streaming in from the south and west. They'll be with us throughout the morning into the early afternoon, but they should be thinning out, especially areas to the northwest gradually sinking down to the south and east as we go into the afternoon. We'll call it partly sunny later today. 72, a clear night tonight, down to 54. A warmer day tomorrow looks nice. Sunny skies, 79, mostly sunny. Another cold front arrives tomorrow night. That'll drop us back in the low 70s for Thursday and Friday. Saturday looks like the warm day of the upcoming holiday weekend. As we get up to 80, a stronger cold front arrive a or a Sunday, bringing some wind and then some t- colder weather. It looks like toward the end of the weekend into a Memor- or Labor Day Monday it is. Right now in Eau Claire, we do have cloudy skies currently sitting at 54 degrees. I'm Sky 13 meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Some folks are way down in the 40s. Didn't you say black? We're down about 44 this morning. 44 so far. We've had some 40s in Medford and also Shitech. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's it's that time of the year. Yeah, it felt like biking into work this morning. I thought it was cooler. it was 55 right now, and it felt cooler when I was coming this yeah. morning. But Did you work up a cup of sweat or not? No, definitely. <laughs> I needed some gloves. My hands were cold. There so. you go. Yeah. All
0: right. Well, uh, hopefully your lights are working, too. They are working. That's for sure. All right. Thanks, Kelly. You bet. Kelly Slift over there. At Skywarn 13, looking at our weather this morning here on Wax. Farm News
7: brought to you by Dummers Grain Service and Buck Country Grain.
5: Keeping it at rural, Wax one zero four point five, and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: And as we uh, look at our more of our farm news this morning, brought to you by dumbers Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. The cash corn delivered to those two elevators today are those elevators in Arcadia and Holman. Corn at three zero four a bushel. Of the soybeans at nine sixteen. Well, we've been talking about uh, FFA students as we get into more of our farm news this morning. Scott, tell us uh, about the. Uh, the FFA National Convention and some of our local students.
1: Yep, some big news there. When the virtual National FFA Convention happens in late October, our area will have six members in the National Proficiency Finals. That means they are already in the top four in the country in their categories. They include Courtney Zimmerman of Spencer in beef production, Matthew Fisher of Owen Withie in dairy production, amara Livingston from Cochrane Fountain City in diversified horticulture, Tyler Gardner of Pittsville in fruit production, Tristan Workus of Stratford in service learning, and Andrew Mayos of Cochrane Fountain City in specialty animal production. That's quite a feat to be in that top four in the country in proficiency.
0: That's right. Do we have others, uh, do you have a list of other students and chapters that are gonna be getting recognition down there at uh, the Indianapolis Convention, even though it won't be Indianapolis, it'll be at a, at a computer near you. Have you got uh, any more names or chapters? I do,
1: let's see here. Also in proficiency, some gold a gold rating goes to Justin Martin of Mozanie Beaux- in Egg Mechanics Repair and Maintenance. A silver reading in Proficiency goes to Rhiannon Rihanna Reamer of Granton in Diversified Crop Production and also Alex Brzezinski of Stevens Point in Egg Mechanics Design and Fabrication. The Granton and Cochrane Fountain City uh, chapters are national three-star chapters Megan Culpit of Cashton is an AgriScience Fair Environmental Services uh, Natural Resources Systems finalist. And Amira Livingston uh, of Cochrane Fountain City also is a bronze winner in the Agri-Science Fair Plant Systems area. Oh, so lots, lots of names flying around out there, and uh, uh, that's big stuff. It that's really all is. I can say.
0: It really is. So it'll be, uh, you know, they'll have to do their interviews with the national proficiency finalists. Uh, they'll do those by Zoom, I am sure. So lots of things still to get done before uh, we get to that virtual convention. But a big congratulations to all those, uh, all those young people. That's a good thing. Yeah,
1: I'll tell you. Over the years, Bob, a bunch of these kids we have bumped into, of course, on our uh, Saturday morning FFA on the air mm-hmm. program, and every one of them that I can look at those names. They're good kids, let me tell
0: you. They really are, and we'll try and get a hold of some of those finalists to find out a little bit more about their programs and uh, what, they're, what they're all about as we get closer yep. to the National FFA Convention. It's about a month and a half, almost two months from now. It's the end of October. All right, we'll uh, let you go drink more Revolution coffee, and uh, we'll do the chores on the way out. How's that sound? We sound good. We'll all talk right. to you later. You bet. Thank you, Scott. Scott Schultz with us again. We're 19 minutes before uh, 6 o'clock, and we do have markets to get to. But before we do that, some other things going on in the world of agriculture. Wisconsin Ag Leaders are going to hold a virtual town hall on the future of state ag with a focus on the dairy industry, and that's coming up today on September 1st, and it's going to be kind of a town hall session. Obviously, it'll be uh, on Zoom or It's going to be a virtual event, but it'll start at 11 o'clock our time. Jim Mulhern from National Milk, Jeff Schwager, president of Sartori Cheese, Chad Vinson, CEO of Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, Jeff Lyon, the CEO of Farm First Dairy Cooperative, and Randy Romansky, for the Wisconsin Secretary of Agriculture designee. I think he's still a designee. I haven't heard that the legislature has moved forward with voting him in state senate i don't know what they're waiting for but and there are other candidates or other cabinet people that haven't been approved either but i don't know what they're waiting for but that's the way it works but that'll be today at 11 o'clock our time and uh, again that's uh, coming up with the conversation and you can join the conversation it's uh, one of those virtual events and so you've got to, got to get online Farmers for Free Trade is leading this whole thing, so you can go online and find out more about that. Also, some activities coming up this weekend. Uh, Jump River have a truck and tractor pull on Saturday. That'll be at noon this Saturday, and then Willow Springs over by Wausau. Jerry Fitzgerald is the star of that show. They'll have their pulls on Sunday and Monday. We'll find out from Jerry a little bit more about that so lots going on as far as uh, agriculture is concerned and activities in spite of the COVID-19 and if you go to those things stay a little safe try and do some social distancing let's not have this thing fire up today's agriculture is a complex
2: business it's much more than just planting or harvesting it requires knowledge of marketing a crop assessing risk Managing people and staying current with changing technology. That's why more and more farmers turn to Ag Country Farm Credit Services with a full range of agricultural products and an experienced professional staff who can help you reach your financial goals. At Ag Country, we're here to make your job easier. Give us a call today
9: at mega holiday we're partnering with no kid hungry right now when you buy a works wash coupon book we'll be donating one dollar to no kid hungry to help fight childhood hunger each works wash coupon book has four coupons for a most popular car wash at 22.99 that's less than six bucks per wash and don't forget for every works wash coupon book sold mega holiday will donate one dollar to no kid hungry with your help we can stand up for america's kids together at
0: mega holiday see store for details
5: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Hey, let's get to the markets from the sale barns. Some activity yesterday, as always, on a Monday. Down at the Equity Barn at Sparta, Rod Knutson has the numbers.
13: The slaughter call mark today steady with 20% of the cows at 60 to 73 and a half, 60% of the cows at 50 to 62, and 20% of the cows at 50 and down. Organic cows selling from 65 to 75. Slaughter bull market steady with the high-yielding commercial bulls, 80 to 90. We topped at 92.50. With your canner lightweight utility bills at 80 and down, fed cattle market on a steady to weak tone with uh, no choice, uh, no test on the overnight choice beef steers and heifers. The select the choice beef steers and heifers at 95 to a dollar two. Your choice uh, dairy cross steers and heifers at 95 to a dollar. Your choice overnight Holstein steers at ninety two to ninety seven. Your choice Holstein steers eighty two to ninety two. With your standard select steers and heifers at eighty two and down. Replacement calf market steady. The top Holstein bull calves a $1 dollar to a dollar sixty a pound. Heifer calves at ten to fifty. And the good beef type calves $1.70 to 260 a dollar seventy to two sixty pound. And just a reminder that on this next Thursday, this uh, will be our next dairy feeder cattle sale. Um, the dairy cattle starting at 12 o'clock, followed at 12.30 with the feeders. And this has been Rod Knudsen at the Equity Livestock Market at Sparta. Have a good day.
0: Thank you, Rod. You have a good day, too. Let's get over to the Equity Stratford sale barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. And, well, uh, you're not going to have the weekend off. You're the star over there at Willow Springs this weekend, huh? Well, good morning, too, Bob. Uh, well, I don't,
3: I, I don't uh, we don't want to, no, I'm not the star. I just... Uh, well to help those folks out with the announcing and everything and now yeah, he's got a two-day pull with, coming up this weekend so let's hope the weather cooperates and uh always look forward to a, lots of folks over there It's just a uh, just a good time you know and well we mm-hmm. get to the this point in the year you know uh labor day uh well like you guys were talking before you know the we're in meteorological fall i guess right now so uh and uh well one good thing that we're going to be of course. Folks, be careful, as you guys were talking about. But it's good to see the young folks getting back to school because I know my our grandkids are all very excited about getting back mm, to school. So yeah. let's hope we have a safe school season and we can move forward.
0: Yeah, it is. And it's going to be a, a challenge was one mother said, I got a kid that's in second grade and I know I'm going to send the kid to school with a mask. And I know he's going to come home with somebody else's mask on. So, again, it's just a lot of a lot of pressure on those uh, teachers, that's for sure. So hopefully it's a good start to the school. Well, what happened? A good start to the week over there at
3: Stratford. How'd it go? We better do that, Bob. Thank you. And a very good morning to everyone. A summary from Monday. Last day of August here at Equity Stratford. On the cow market yesterday, high-yielding fleshy cows were selling from 62 to 67. Uh, Most of the cows uh, on yesterday's auction, your average cows continue to sell from 47 to 61. Thin cows, light carcass cows, 45 and below. On the bull trade, your better quality bulls uh, to open up the week at 80 to 89. weight bulls below 80. On the fat cattle trade, charge grading Holstein steers, uh, selling mostly from uh, 83 to 95. Select grading cattle... uh, overfinished cattle, uh, 82 and below. On the calf market to start out the week uh, yesterday, good quality, 9,230-pound Holstein bull calves, mostly from 70 to 140. We had some fancy starter Holstein calves up to 160. Heifer calves continue to be a tough sell, mostly $50 and below. Beef calves... Continued to be in good demand, 100 up to 250 on the quality Black Angus calves. Busy day today in Stratford here. We get underway this morning at 10 o'clock with the hay auction. Again, we have a nice selection of hay for you folks. Again, and that will be at 10 o'clock. Pre-sale today is at 11. We have a very nice uh, herd dispersal of Jersey cows for that sale today. Again, if you folks are in the Jersey business or even uh, if you're milking Holsteins or whatever, uh, looking to add a few... Real good quality jerseys. Today will be the day. Again, that sale will start at 11 o'clock. Got a complete dispersal of jersey cows, as I mentioned. A very nice herd. 4-4 butterfat, 3-5 protein, a very respectable 160 on the somatic. And, again, uh, these cows have records going back. You can register them if you wish. Also, heifers coming along with this herd. So, again, that will be today here in Stratford, 11 o'clock. Market sale will follow the dairy auction. Don't forget tomorrow, feeder cattle sale, noontime. Start with that. As part of that sale for tomorrow, we do have some bred beef cows on the consignment list for that sale tomorrow. Again, all of our information is on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page, or you can call us our phone number, 715-687-4101. And the weather probably is just going to be just almost perfect after that rain yesterday what a beautiful afternoon it turned out to be yesterday
0: boy it really did so uh, lots of work's going to get done in the next week so again uh, folks if you're out driving be careful lots of machinery on the road have a good one we'll talk to you in the morning sounds good bob thank you there he goes jerry fitzgerald over at the equity stratford sale barn you see the future you want to
7: build for yourself your family and your business You see the challenges that lie ahead and what you'll need to meet them. We see new ways to help you accomplish all of that and more. We're Bremer Bank. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com.
5: Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Yeah, let's go over to tree livestock over in the Thorpe area. We're about 10 minutes before uh, 6 o'clock. Michelle is with us this morning. Well, you know what happens this Sunday? What happens this Sunday? Don't they start playing football? The Packers? Do they? I don't know. It's most terrible. I can't I don't believe you don't know as much of a Packer fan I know. Your... I just
4: you know, I'm just not into it this year with any of the sports. I'm think, really not. Uh, I just
0: I don't think a lot of people yeah. are and I think a lot of people are, are down on the Packers for that draft. Uh, you know, how much did they improve this team by the way they drafted? So I think a lot of people are holding out uh holding out their well everybody supports the Packers but enthusiasm for yeah. the season I guess, but we'll see what happens. Just
4: a great combination of everything that just kind of eh.
0: yeah it's all you know what I'm the, saying yeah, I, I it's mean, just... even the Bucks lost their first what? game yesterday and so but I don't think a lot of people are going to yeah. jump off a cliff over that either
4: no maybe once they start playing the other day um, on the radio I heard uh, the Super Bowl um, the first Super Bowl from '96 and that that got me excited but man I was listening to like Max McGee and um Wayne Larry, or and, um, Larry McCarron.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh,
4: my gosh. They uh, were good.
0: Oh, they were good. That's for sure. But it's all about ready to get started. All right. Well, we better. You've been started for a long time. You had a sale last night. How'd it go? All right. I'll
4: tell you all about it. Thank you, Bob. i up to sell from Monday, August 31st at Green Livestock Market in the Slavic Market. We tapped at 72 and a half of the consignment by Edward Ed Nichols of Sheldon 80 percent of the cows close from 51 and above market cows were 62 to 72 low yielding cows 50 to 61 thinning wheat cows 48 and down in the wholesale steer market choice 82 to 93 selects for 80 and down for beef type steers and heifers choice 90 to a dollar selects for 87 and down. In the bull market, high yielding beach hikes came in at 82 to 94, with the utilities at 78 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality hosting bull calves are so from 70. 70- $260 per head. We topped at 163 with a consignment by Jim of Thorpe. Lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $65 per head. Beef calves, 100 to 265 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butchers. Sows were 22 to $29. Forest were 9 and down. Our next show will be tomorrow, Wednesday the 2nd. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have any questions, or you need trucking, give us a call at the office at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at com. For all of us at True Minds.com, if you only owned an operating market, have a great day.
0: You have a great day, too. Enjoy the uh, the sunshine, and uh, boy, oh boy, it's, it's And the be full nice. moon. Yes, yes, the full and moon. And the full moon. Yep, do that, too. Yeah. So you got a lot to do yet. Okay. All right, we'll see you yeah, tomorrow. So we'll see is. you later
6: in the week. <laughs> Sounds
0: good. Take care. There she goes. That's Michelle over at Livestock in
6: Thorpe. When you need to buy a trailer and you're not sure where to go, just ask around. You'll hear, go to Pete's Trailer Sales in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. Why? Because at Pete's Trailer Sales, we have the best trailer at the best price. We carry PJ, Legend, Stealth, Hillsboro, Corn Pro, and Master Tow. With hundreds of trailers to choose from, chances are we have just what you need. Visit our website at Pete'sTrailerSales.com or call 715-234-1993.
10: at Central Livestock. That's what we're going to do
0: right now. Go to Central Livestock. Zambroda, here's Pat Mickla.
6: In the cattle division... We had beef steers up to one, 1 to $1.975 with the mixed grading steers from $93 to $1. Beef heifers up to dollar to $1. eleven and a quarter with the mixed grading heifers, 75 to ninety-nine fifty, And the dairy steers were trading $86 to $95.75. Select grades brought from $70 to $85. And we had dairy cross steers and heifers bringing from $89 to $99.50. Market cows they range mostly from fifty-four to seventy, with the thin shelly cows from twenty to fifty-three, and the market bulls were trading at sixty-nine to ninety-five. We had market lambs, the new crop bringing a dollar seventeen to a dollar thirty-six, with the old crop lambs at a dollar ten to a dollar seventeen. Lightweight feeder lambs, 50 to 70 pounds, were at $1.35 to $1.98. 70 to 90 pound feeder lambs brought from $1.40 to $1.70. We had slaughter use, utility, and goods from 65 to 87.50, with the thin and call use bringing from 25 to 60. And looking at the goat division, small goats that weighed 40 to 60 pounds, they brought from 20 to $135. 70 to 90 pound goats were at 135 to 160. We had larger goats, 90 to 100 pounds, bringing from 195 to 280. And the nanny goats from 100 to $285 per head.
7: Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like a
3: Customer-owned.
0: Let's take a look at the rest of our markets, courtesy of Synergy Co-op. Board of Trade overnight: December corn down four at 353. The oats unchanged 275. November soybeans up a penny overnight at 954. October meal down a dollar thirty a ton at 30560. And wheat for December down a penny at 550. Country elevator prices: Doomer's Grain Service, Holman, Buck Country Grain, and Arcadia. Corn delivered to those elevators today at 304 a bushel, the soybeans 916. DTN screen shows the prices at Golden Plump for corn today at 297, at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo 291 with the beans at 905, Stevens Point, soybeans 886, Elk Mound, 296 on the corn, 901 on the beans, Sparta 306 and 895. At Ellsworth, 283 on the corn, 905 on the beans. And at the ethanol plants, Boyceville, 308, Stanley, 304, and corn at the New Richmond Grain Facility, 294. Barrel cheese up 3 quarters, 143 and 3 quarters. The block's down 3 at 179 and 3 quarters. Butter down 4 at 148 and 3 quarters. August class three comes off the board up a cent. Traded yesterday at 1977. September down one at 1568. October up 22 at 1786. November and December both up two. November at 1736. December at 1679. Should be a really nice day today, about 72 and partly sunny, but it's got to warm up a little. It's 54 in Eau Claire. Toma's down to 41 right now. Rice Lake uh, is about 47. Black River Falls at 43, so it's got to warm up a little bit, but it will enjoy it. Join
7: Compassion and give hope to a family in extreme poverty during COVID-19. Give a $40 one-time gift. Text the word HOPE to 83393. That's HOPE to 83393.
6: Wax 104.